0: What's up, folks? Welcome to the first edition of the Point Spread here at FantasyPoints.com, hence Point Spread. I'm Joe. That's Tom. T bro, what's going on, man? We not got games. Yeah, we got a, we got game. some games.
1: Hopefully, we get some competitive games after last night. That oh. was a bit of a snoozer, but uh, you not know, for your his, roommate. Mate. Yeah, he was uh, the Bills fans in my life. Uh, we're we're pretty excited about last night's in, uh, outcome there, but. Uh, hopefully we get some better games. This is the time of year, you know. You look at the point spreads; they're all kind of tight. This is a tough Survivor week. I don't know if you uh, yeah. do any of the Survivor Joe. Oh, uh, Tom! All the line, you know, you know how, everything's seven or less right now. So it, it's you know it, it's a lot
0: of like whole uh, road favorites that are, which the, is the, the worst thing in Survivor. And by the way, you know, like. I always scoff at people who are like, like, Oh, I stopped watching football and now my Sundays are free. Yeah. Yeah. They're free to watch football. That's what they're for. Um, And, Oh, you know, I don't play fantasy anymore. Let me tell you something. They might have a point on some level because quitting playing survivor pools was the greatest thing I've ever done. It just Uh, like, I, 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 I just like, and the one I was in had like, so many people well here's the problem so the pot was like 30 grand okay but it was impossible to win it so like even if you made the playoffs they then went to you had to Split be a you had or... to pick you had to pick a winner ats which is obviously oh a lot gosh. harder to do and then even then 15 people are splitting the pot at the end of the season. So I got out of it and maybe that was just the sheer size of the pool, but I got, I got the hell out of it. It's the best thing I've ever done. Anyway, uh, how'd you Yeah, it? Honestly, the one game? I'm in is
1: my uncle does it. And it, he, he, it's always like my Christmas gift. He bought, pays for my entry. So I, and it's one of those where if you lose in the first three weeks, you can buy back in. It's, it's like, ugh, it, it's so tough to win. I, I've only made it to like, you know, week 11 or week 12. Uh, yeah. No luck. So. But maybe this is the year. I'm, I'm going with the Saints. We'll see how that goes. But you know, there, there, there's some decent options out there. But it, it's a tough week for Survivor. That's for sure. Yeah. How'd you do on the game last night? Uh, 3-0 with player props, but total misread on the, the game itself yeah. there. I was uh, – you... I, I, I did not think the Rams would be that pathetic, honestly. I. Uh, obviously, we saw, you know, no chemistry there with Stafford and Allen Robinson – uh you know he's not a guy that separates at all you, you gotta kind of trust alan robinson and uh the only time he really kind of threw to him in coverage was uh that last play of the game in the end zone that was about it so it, it yeah. was it was it was pretty ugly and then the whole acres thing holy man it's it's not oh, looking good um. for the acres people
0: you know i started dabbling in acres in best ball at the end just like on the you know like Sometimes you got to think, if you're doing a 100-some best ball teams, you got to say, hey, what if I'm wrong about this guy sometimes, right? Yeah. And, like, you don't want to be, but uh, I have way more Hendo than Acres, so I'll, I'll – Yeah, uh, I'm, like,
1: sitting 12% 4% uh, between Henderson yeah. and Acres, so I feel pretty good. I
0: I, I drafted Acres a little bit in the spring, and then I, I just completely got off of them. So The hope I, – I would think the hope is, like, that whatever injury he had, like, kind of during camp was bothering him vis-a-vis the Achilles, but – I mean, when you see how he looked in the playoffs last year. Yeah, it looked the
1: same. They're even like that first carry of the game. It looked like there was a hole there. And then Ed Oliver just swallowed him up. He had no juice to get through it. So, And it even seemed like Kieran Williams, I think, uh, was supposed to have a role. I I think he was going to take the snaps last night from Cam Akers. I I was watching NFL Live. Adam Adam Schefter, uh, not so subtly, is like, you keep an eye out for Kieran Williams tonight and
0: I, I t- think he's like, supposed to be the the passing back there. I said that in our staff death discord this yeah, morning. Yeah, I saw and you I, say that this morning. When I was writing the script for the daily lineup, I'm like, oh, Williams got hurt. I was like, I was like what happened with staff? Yeah, because Schefter had said it and because I don't I, know if you
1: noticed in our collegium, like I picked him up. Uh I was yeah. oh yeah, because like, I was gonna pick him up and you <laughs> but now he's well, out. For now, three months. Yeah, now he's out for six to eight weeks. So
0: yeah, so the thing was I um I, I, I posited, and there's no way for me to prove this, but I'm not sure Akers would have played a snap if Kyron Williams didn't get hurt. I kinda I'm kinda in your, your camp there. Maybe he would have gotten a carry or two, but yeah, I mean he was only yeah.
1: 18% of the snaps anyway he with Henderson. But anyway, right. we
0: digress. Yeah, let's get into let's get into the games this week. And now, folks, uh, just because I'm trying to you know, be as accurate as I possibly can. I'm using DraftKings Sportsbook, but obviously we have the odds board, which is free up at fantasypoints.com where you can get all the over-unders, all the point spreads where you can shop around and find your best line. Um, Tom, let's start with Baltimore at the Jets. Baltimore laying six and a half, 44 is the total here. Baltimore and the Jets, a couple of injuries. Uh, I think some of the key ones are on the offensive line. Baltimore will not have Ronnie Stanley most likely. The Jets uh, are down to their third left tackle, which is George Fant, who was their left tackle. Now, then he was their right tackle. Now he's back to left tackle. They could be starting a rookie at right tackle. Forty-four, the total in this game. Do you have a read on a uh, Baltimore at the Jets?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of.
0: I kind of wish I would have gotten
1: some seven and a halfs with the Jets. Uh, they popped for a little bit earlier in the week, but they're, they're kind of gone now. I think. I think the market feels, uh, at least I do too, I, I feel better with Joe Flacco in the lineup here. I, You know, I don't think it's a dramatic, you know, shift, but I, I think they're half a point to a point better with, uh, you know, Joe Flacco here. So seven and halfs, those are all gone. You know, there's not even any sevens left out there anymore. But I, I still, I'm still leaning towards the Jets side in this game. Uh, I think they're going to be more competitive with Joe Flacco in the lineup. And I, I honestly have some questions about what this Ravens offense is going to look like. Uh, no Marquise Brown anymore, the, the, you know, pretty thin at receiver and the running back, you know, running back position is very much up in the air. They're saying, they're talking like Dobbins might be available, but you know, we're, we're not expecting. Yeah. I mean, Lamar Jackson even said it this week, Uh, you know, maybe in a few weeks he'll be able to, you know, you know, contribute. He'll be out there
0: in a couple of weeks or something. Yeah. That's what he said. Um, Yeah. So So he was
1: given some state secrets there, I think.
0: Uh, any any props that you like? Now, here's what's interesting. Obviously, there's no rushing props for Baltimore. Um, they have Michael Carter at 33-and-a-half, Brees Hall at 31-and-a-half. You could – well, you could pay me to put money down on one of these because I'd take the money you paid me with and put it down on one of these. I have no freaking clue what to do with the Jets' backfield.
1: Yeah, I, uh, it's a complete stay-away situation for me. I think, you know, they're they're both set pretty low. I You know, I, I would expect one of those backs to go over – that number, but I don't know how they're going to split it up. There was even, uh, I believe Robert Sala today was, you know, talking up Michael Carter. So it, it kind of feels like they're, they're going to go in with Michael Carter, maybe, you know, 60, 40 early in the season here. While they let Brees Hall Brees Hall kind of get his feet wet. But so I, I, I'm i with you. I wouldn't touch those props. Uh, the one I did bet was Eli Moore over 52 and a half uh, it's okay. been bouncing around.
0: I'm showing a 51-and-a-half, but it's in that range.
1: Yeah, I think it started out 48-and-a-half and got bet up a little bit, but I am I just feel a lot better with Joe Flacco in the lineup. Uh, everything out of camp was that Eli Moore was lightened up and you know p- performing pretty well, and he was kind of go-to receiver for the the quarterbacks. Uh, in the one game with Flacco last year, he went for 140 yards in that game, so mm-hmm. seven-point underdogs at home, so – if they do fall behind, they might have to throw it a little bit. So uh like Elijah Moore. I'm, I'm playing him in all my lineups, and uh,
0: I like him over 52-and-a-half. Uh, let's go to San Francisco at the Bears. Tom, one of those long road favorites that you were talking about. San Fran is laying seven in Chicago, 40-and-a-half the total. Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. Good luck getting me to bet on this spread. I mean uh, – I mean, I guess if I had a personal lean and if I was in an office pool, I'm probably taking the Niners just because I think the defensive line can overpower Chicago's offensive line. But probably not something that I'm willing to put actual money on. Maybe you think differently.
1: No, I'm on the the, the 49ers side as well, Six minus six minus six and a half. I I did not bet this game, though. This is one I want to kind of see how both quarterbacks kind of perform here. Uh this is a this is a total that's been bet down though. I'm seeing yeah. some a couple 40s out there. Uh, it was sitting. It opened 42, so uh, if, it's uh, been, it's the lowest total on the board.
0: Go ahead. If guys, if you if you're new to sports betting or new to the show or new to new to new to this, whatever, when we say office pool, it means like if you're in a against the spread pool, like you and I are, Tom with Big Ed, you have to pick every game, okay? Because it's part of the pool. But when we say I'm on that side, but I'm not betting it means that's my lean, but I don't I don't feel good enough about it to put actual money down on it. Um, Meanwhile, anything under well, I would say anything like 42 points and under in the NFL is a low total. Anything under 40 is like tough. Good luck having fun watching this game total. Yeah, the the
1: over under for the passing yardage is you know, as low as I've seen in a while for both sides, 198 and a half for Justin Fields and 204 and a half for uh, Trey Lance. And, uh, you know, of course we, we lost uh, George, George Kittle. I don't,
0: did he get officially rolled out? So but it's he's, he's questionable. Here is what he literally just said. And this is why I hate, fr- this is why I hate Fridays during the season, Tom, because I'm always trying to, trying to go out and enjoy a Friday night and ha- have a date night with my wife, George Kittle yesterday, Aaron Wilson's like, oh my God, this guy's dead. And now today he's ruled as questionable and he says, Oh, I feel a lot better. I'm going to try everything I can to play. Do I expect George Kittle to play? No, I don't. But now I think if this was like later in the season, maybe we see him play, but it's, it's week
1: one. I don't see them being in a whole rush to, to play up here. It's you know, it's a, it's an opponent, you know, not that any team thinks this way, but it's an opponent that they think that they can, you know, they, they, they can go into Chicago and win this game. So, uh, I would be kind of surprised if he was playing you know if we're, you're doing fantasy obviously have a backup uh a backup plan there so uh the one bet I think I uh I, I'm kind of kicking myself uh I believe Graham gave it out in the the discord earlier this week was Debo Samuel. I think he got it at 48 and a half it's it's all the way up to 58 and a half um with the George Kittle news uh, you know that that picked up a lot of steam uh miss miss my opportunity you know I, I'm one of those guys. Uh, you're probably the same way, Joe. Like if you see a huge line movement, I still, I was thinking about betting it, but especially like a 10 yard movement. I mean, that's, that's a whole reception there. Uh, You know, that's that's a half a reception for Debo Samuel, but uh, you you know what I mean? That's I I would be kicking myself if it lands in that 54 to 55 spot where, you know, I could have had it whenever it was down at 48 or 52. Uh, So my opportunity passed there the one i got early in the week i i i pit Eli mitchell over 64 and a half he crushed in this matchup last year and and as we said at the top here we're not expecting a lot of passing in this game and <clears throat> the way Shanahan has you know always used mitchell when he's healthy he he feeds him the rock so uh, he, he was i don't think he had an injury designation this week uh he's been practicing in full you know he had the hamstring issue yeah. for Bunch of training camp but that one got bet down almost immediately after i bet it i was kicking myself it got down to 59 and a half it's coming all the way back it's up to 62 and a half at DraftKings here i think it's going to get back up to the 64 and a half mark where it kind of started the week but uh it always pains you whenever you you bet a prop you think it's a good one and you see it go down by five yards but uh slowly that the over money is starting to come yeah. back on Eli Mitchell here.
0: And that's how they obviously work the props. If they're getting a lot of, if they're getting a lot of, uh, uh of over money, they'll bet it, they'll, they'll move it back up. Right. And try to get it to go back down. And then, you know, then they, well, that, that was uh, a lot of the talk
1: last night, even uh, Edwin in our discord, our personal, our, our company discord was asking, what was going on with the Allen Robinson prop? Uh, it was at 64 and a half. It went down all the way to 58 and a half. And, uh, you know, I told him it was a, probably a lot of sharp money. We're betting the unders. And then I saw Caesars put out a tweet uh, right before kickoff that their most bet prop was over 58 and a half yards for Allen Robinson. So I, I
0: hope anybody that was listening here didn't bet that one. Oh, that was, good uh, to see the little guy win for once, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Indianapolis at Houston. Uh, the Colts, another one. Colts laying seven on the road. 46 is the total here Indy at Houston touchdown touchdown favorite on the road in division game new quarterback <laughs> there's a lot going on here in this game
1: yeah this is uh an interesting one i, I think the texans have gotten a little bit of love this week i, I think they're you know the, there's a little bit of optimism for this offense uh, just looking at the total uh opened at 44 and a half so you know we've seen you know how, point and a half to you know i've seen some 45 and a halves but uh for the most part it's 46 so i think that was texans driven and the spread was at eight and a half it got bet down to seven so uh, the texans are getting a little bit of late love here this week uh, and i i agree with it i i like what i saw a lot of davis mills at the end of last year indianapolis this is it's been a, a tough spot for them uh in opening days here i, I think it's going back like nine or 10 years where they haven't, you know, I forget. I think they haven't won on opening day in eight or nine years. It, it's some ridiculous stat. Uh I had it somewhere, but they, they've really struggled opening day. Uh, Frank Reich's teams, even since he's come, you know, first month, they they kind of struggle out of the gate. So uh, it's been a tough spot for them. Breaking in a new quarterback as well this week with yeah. Matt Ryan. We were expecting obviously to go better than it did with Carson Wentz, but obviously there could be some growing pains there with uh, Matt Ryan and the new offense.
0: I am actually not showing a Matt Ryan yardage prop, passing yardage prop on DraftKings, although I do have a pass plus rush yards prop on DraftKings for him. I can't uh, imagine that's much different with Matt Yeah, Ryan. exactly. Uh, anything you liked here in this game prop wise? Uh, Jonathan Taylor 96 and a half. I mean, obvious obvious spot for him. Um, I have to imagine, of, of the fantasy uh, inclined among us, the, the books are going to catch a lot of money on Damian Pierce over 47 and a half rushing yards.
1: Yeah, his his over had gotten hit pretty good. I, I believe it's like 49 and a half or somewhere in that range. But I, I didn't bet anything on this one. There was a couple that kind of caught my eye. My, Matt Ryan, his attempts were at 28 and a half. It was juiced to the over. It was like minus 130. That, that kind of kept me off. Got up to 29 and a half, but, you know, it was even money on, you know, minus 115 on both sides. Um, I think we haven't projected for 32. It's they, they did a lot of talking this summer about how they want to be more of a pass, not a pass first offense, but they want to be more balanced. You know, last year they were trying to hide Carson Wentz at the end of last year. I think they, they could come out and maybe, you know, sling it around a little bit more than, you know, we saw at the end of last year. You know, I I don't think they want to, you know, run Jonathan Taylor twenty-five times a game here right out of the gates as well. It's one of those they want to preserve Jonathan Taylor. So that was one that kind of caught my eye. You know, them being seven-point favorites kind of kept me away from that a little bit too. If they they get out to a two-touchdown lead, they can really pack it in and start to run the ball. So if it gets back to twenty-eight and a half, and it's kind of even money on both sides, I could see myself betting that one. Uh, The other one that. Caught my eye. I didn't, I didn't bet it. Uh, it's been bet up a little bit. It was 18 and a half yards for Jonathan Taylor's longest rush yard, uh, longest rushing game. I think he went over it in 14 or 15 of the, his games last year. So mm. that it's been bet up a little bit. It's 19 and a half, but I'm going to keep my eye on that one as well. Those were two I was looking at, but didn't quite get to the window.
0: Yeah, the, one of my favorite, <coughs> excuse me, Tom. One of my favorite prop bets is one that hit last night: Josh Allen over thirty-seven and a half longest pass. So that 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 was one of the two props. I was two and zero last night, and that was one of the nice. ones that hit. I, I also well, had the that Devin. Was, st- that was pretty easy. Yeah, I also Good. had the Devin Singletary under two and a half catches, and I caught a first pass. He caught, a, pa- pass he caught a pass on like the third play of the game, and I'm like, oh, Jesus.
1: oh <laughs> I, I was on that one as well. I I couldn't believe it, was two and a half, and he caught the first pass. I'm like, mother trucker, well, here we go, yeah. he's getting it.
0: Uh, Philadelphia at Detroit, Eagles laying four and a half on the highway, 48 in the hook is the total Tom, Philadelphia at Detroit, uh, this is a spot the Eagles absolutely smoked them last year, Detroit's got some problems on the offensive line, they just put Halepulavati Vitae on Ooh. IR with a back injury, and uh, Frank Ragnow, the center Tom, um, he's got a groin injury now, he wants to play, but as good as this offensive line is, and as theoretically talented as this offensive line is... Getting all five of them together is like getting the Beatles back together.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is – we've seen the line move a little bit. I grabbed this four and a half back in the early spring when the lines first came out, and it got bet down. It was sitting three and a half for most of this week at most places, and I think it probably is the offensive line concerns here. It has been bet back up to four and a half. It's pretty pretty much four and a half across the board. (coughs) There's (coughs) – there's been a... Uh, uh, sorry, I, I I had a pretty severe uh head cold earlier this week. It was not COVID. Tested myself yeah. twice for it, but... Uh, so, if anybody's watching the video here, I'm coughing like a fiend here, trying to mute myself. But uh, we have seen some over money here. It's up to 48 and a half. I, I still kind of like the over 48 and a half. I, I think there could be some fireworks here. I think the Eagles want to come out and show off their new toy uh, with A.J. Brown. That was... One of my props that he hit, it was over 65 and a half passing yards for him. Uh, I mean, when he was healthy last year, that was a a pretty easy number for him to hit. Uh, He just wasn't always healthy last year. But coming into the first game of the year, you think those knees are going to be as good as they're going to be. So we have him projected for 79 yards. Lions got torched in the secondary last year. Still a pretty big weakness for them as well. So that's one prop that I was uh, looking at in this game.
0: Well, you know, Tom, I'm also wondering here because I'm looking at uh, AJB uh, and, and his line and obviously the hype that he's getting. Devontae Smith sitting down there at 44 and a half. That one's... I, I feel like both of those guys can hit that number. AJ Brown over the 64 and a half. Devontae Smith, 44 and a half. You know, we did hear some reports there uh, from camp that there were times when Devontae Smith looked uncoverable.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I would lean towards overs on their props. I, I was looking... Jalen Hurts, 47 and a half rushing yards. I was considering betting the under on that, but you know, he's the kind of guy, he just gets one long run. He could easily get that. But I, I think they're going to come out really trying to establish the path. We saw this last year with him. Uh, first five or six games last year, they they really came out and were throwing the ball uh, quite a bit. And they kind of made the switch. It was right. It was right around this lions game. I, I believe last year where they really made the switch over to being a run heavy team. So I think they're going to come out again this year and really be throwing the ball. I I would be looking at his over uh, for passing yards and maybe looking at at the unders for his rushing props. Uh,
0: Let's go to Jacksonville and the Commanders. Jacksonville catching two and a half on the road, 44 the total. Sprinkle me on that Jacksonville money line, T-Bro. Doug Peterson revenge game against Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a revenge game for Wentz as well. Uh, you
1: know they. Uh, oh, yeah,
0: the Jaguars.
1: Yeah, because he uh, blew it pretty bad uh, in the season finale with the Colts going down to Jacksonville. I, I think they were 14 and a half, 15-point underdogs in that game and ended up losing. So we got a couple uh, revenge spots here going. Uh, but I, the line movement, I think it was correct earlier this week. It was sitting three and a half uh, all summer. Uh, I was looking at the Jaguars myself. I did not hit it, and uh, my chances are gone now. It's been it's painted two and a half across the board. Uh, this is another one that has a pretty low total, if I were, uh, if I remember correctly here. So, uh, not expecting a whole lot of offense. Uh, yeah, forty four. It opened up forty four and a half. So yeah. there are some forty three and a half. So there's been some at least a little bit of downward uh, uh, betting here towards the under, but um, quite honestly, this is a game I'm, I'm pretty much kind of staying away from.
0: Uh, I all mean, things. two completely new situations, right? I mean, Washington's got the same coaching staff, but a new quarterback. Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville wasn't a real football team for most of last season. So I don't know how you can, I totally agree with you, Tom. I, I did I was, hit one. I, I did
1: forget. I did hit Evan Ingram over 24 and a half passing, I, I, receiving yards. I just thought that line was set pretty low. I, I kind of think... Uh, well, with Evan Ingram, that could be that could might have to be four catches, but uh, yeah, <laughs> but well, I, I, I think four,
0: catch- four catches, which takes ten targets for Evan Ingram. Unfortunately, yeah, but but
1: I I think he's going to be heavily you know he was their one of their big acquisitions this year. They gave him nine million dollars in free agency, so I I see him playing a pretty big role right out of the gates, and um, I I just thought the number was
0: too low. I thought it was going to be high 20. So well, keep I, in I, mind I also about a lot- five yards off. Washington's down starting safety cam curl, Cameron curl's not playing in this game. He's one of the most versatile safeties in the league. So that's obviously a blow over the middle of the field. So in, in the event, you know, God, God help Evan Ingram. I mean, he could be wide open and the ball hit the turf, but you know, maybe a fresh start helps uh, Evan Ingram there, but Tom, you're hundred percent right. This is a, this is a watch it and see it game for me. I want to, uh, I mean, I, 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 I only jokingly said Jaguars money line. I'm not actually betting it, but, uh, but a betting against yeah Arsenal. even the
1: even the most of the props i you know i was thinking about doing some unders on marvin jones because it you know kind of seems like they want zay jones to be you know elevated over him but it's one of those you know lawrence has at least played with uh, marvin jones last year so he has a little bit of chemistry so yeah there's there's just not a whole lot i'm interested here i was looking at gibson maybe over but I, I I can't. I'm not betting Gibson.
0: Antonio Gibson over fifty-eight and a half, man. No. Uh, with, with how they feel it, about it. It's him. a good spot, but uh, yeah. I I just oh fully Fatakasi, uh the, the defensive lineman for the Jags is questionable, and he's a great run defender. So that's one that that could, you know, if you do like that over there uh for the uh, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, what's Pittsburgh up? at Cincinnati, Tom, it's your stees for the first time since I was taken. The closet doors off of my dorm room to build a beer pong table that somebody other than Ben Roethlisberger is the quarterback of the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. That was my freshman year at Penn State. Um, Tommy Maddox. Yeah, Tommy, and he got hurt in week one. Yes, he did. Did Maddox. Ga- yeah, 15
1: games later, uh, Ben was the guy. But
0: Yep, yeah, uh, so uh, six and a half, uh, the Steelers are catching six in the hook. Uh, forty-four. The total. I can't tell you the last time this, the Bengals were six and a half point favorites against the Steelers, but it is a new era.
1: It is. I, I, I'm not wishing injury upon Mitch Trubisky, but I, I also wouldn't mind if uh, we, we see a quarterback for a game, and then we get the rookie for the the last sixteen games now, not fifteen anymore. But uh, that's an aside there. But uh, yeah, six and a half. I kind of, I'm leaning towards the Steelers side here. I feel like people aren't, I don't know, I'm not talking about the Burrow. You know, he had a ruptured appendix. It not just had his appendix removed. It was ruptured. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And he lost, you know, significant weight. Didn't really get any game action. You know, he returned to practice the last two weeks or so. But I just, I think it could be one of those games where they're looking to try to protect him a little bit. You know, T. Higgins, too. Out, injury, all, yeah. all, out all summer just returned to practice this week didn't didn't get any action in during training camp i, 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 now I bet the down. borough under 260 and a half i was thinking about the t higgins stuff I, I just i just think they're gonna be leaning on joe mixon and they did that last year these two <clears throat> two matchups they did not really attack the the Steelers secondary so uh, this was a game they controlled on the ground in both of those matchups last year too so i i, I kind of see that same kind of approach coming from the the Bengals here. Uh it, it's not comfortable taking unders on Joe Burrow passing yards but uh I'm doing it.
0: Well, there might be some I mean obviously there's going to be Rams hot takes after last night. Maybe there'll be Bengals hot takes after week 1 dom, you know. Oh, the Super Bowl hangover, but You know, the thing about T Higgins is I I recall Alshon Jeffrey um, obviously, T. Higgins is at a different point of his career than Alshon Jeffrey was when Jeffrey was in Philadelphia. But Jeffrey played through a shoulder injury all the way up until the Super Bowl for Philly, had the surgery, really was never the same. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be the case for T. Higgins because Jeffrey actually missed a couple of games. And I can't, I don't know what, if the injuries are the same, but just keep in mind that that was a situation that we saw from Alshon Jeffrey. And remember, you know, you make the Super Bowl, all your surgeries are delayed by a month plus.
1: Yep, he, he, he didn't get the surgery till like March, I believe. Yeah. So it was a pretty it was a torn labrum. I don't know what Alshon Jeffries. So I think was. Jeffries
0: was a rotator cuff. Okay, so, uh, so yeah, rotator I, cuff's Edwin, a little you know. more I know you're not, but I we you know from
1: baseball I, rotator cuff injuries are I I son of a gun to come. Much back more from.
0: severe, yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh I, I was looking at that. I, I just I, I didn't see the props earlier. I was checked this afternoon. They, they're just starting to put some up, I guess, because Deontay Johnson's going to play here. But, who, I, I would love to bet his over if I knew he was completely healthy. Only 48 and a half yards. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's
0: why it's at 48 and a half. Now, <coughs> I will say this. I mean, Edwin considers him more volatile, but he is not on the injury report. He does not have an injury designation. So he yeah, will but, play. Yeah,
1: but that, yeah, I, I, that's just one of those, like, first contact he takes in that game.
0: I could, you yeah, know, and, it, it, and we have seen that from Deontay before. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean,
1: I'm playing him everywhere in fantasy where I got him. You know, I drafted him yeah. third, fourth round in most spots. I, I'm playing him this week. He's able to go off in any spot. But uh, I would love to hit this 48 and a half, but I, I can't. I, what I'm looking at, I I don't have the number. I don't have our projections or anything in front of us. But Chase Claypool at 43 and a half. I, I'm in the full fade Chase Claypool, uh, you know, you know, frame of mind here this summer. So uh, I, I might go back and look at that one to see see if there are any better numbers there. I might be betting the under on that one.
0: Though. I feel like uh, the entire Steelers fan base is in Chase Claypool's fade Chase Claypool camp. They want chickens yeah, out there.
1: Yeah, nobody likes them.
0: Okay. <laughs> what, what, was was it before the the celebration, or was that the turning point there? That was kind of the. It just all came to a head yeah. at that point. It, it was kind of the entire
1: summer leading up to it. He, he, he did the Jordan deal, and, he, you know, he was doing the TikTok and all that crap that uh, Juju was uh, probably teaching him how to do, and uh, he just became a little too individual. And, uh, yeah, he's he quickly became well, uh, one of the, the top enemies for Steelers fans.
0: So I will just I'll, I'll let people know, um, those of you who have been watching the Daily Lineup know that occasionally I have two little co-hosts here. Uh, oh, where's Crimpit? Well, that's, that's butterscotch right there. Hey, crimp, where are you, honey? Well, they're about to go nuts because Uh their, their mother just got home. So, um, not, well, not their physical mother that they're, we're mommy and daddy, but, uh, anyway, uh, okay. New Orleans at Atlanta, Tom, you said, this is your survivor pick. Um, I tend to think, and I I think you might agree. I don't know where all the saints hype is coming from. Peter King picked them to win or at least be the number one seed in the NFC. Um, but I think Atlanta's on the short list to be the worst team in football. That's and uh, that's kind of why I took them. The Saints. The Saints are laying five it. five and a half on the road, 43 is the total uh, Saints in Atlanta. And this has been
1: interesting. It's first you're right, there has been some hype for the Saints this, this offseason. That you know, no buzz around the Falcons at all this year. This line has just stayed right at five and a half. I mean, we got a key number at six. Just sitting there, it hasn't even, I don't even know if it's touch six. Uh, You know, I, I check these pretty, you know, multiple times a day, you know, I'm checking the, checking the lines. I I don't think I've seen a six all week. So uh, it opened, opened at five and a half and it is just it opened three
0: and a half, which was a
1: bad line. I mean, I wish I would have
0: gone. that. Sometimes they, sometimes Vegas does (laughs) just put out a bad line, Tom.
1: But yeah, it's, it's been sitting five and a half all, all summer here and it, there is, you know, it's minus one fifteen at the minus five and a half. Maybe, maybe some public money comes in uh, on Sunday and actually moves the line. Don't, you know, it, it it seems like I don't have the the ticket numbers, but I, I have to imagine it's probably like an 80-20 split, uh, you know, for Saints money compared to compared to Falcons money. But uh, this one, I uh, I took Cordero Patterson under his rushing yards. It was 37 and a half when it first now came out. Now it's up. down that, to 30 and a half. Oh yeah, it, was, it was a bad number. That I uh, jumped on that one. I think he had uh, 21 combined yards in the two games against the Saints last year. 13
0: carries. Yeah, uh, a lot of talk Saints, about Damian Williams, by the way, being yeah, potentially it, the lead back.
1: It's. It seems like they're going to kind of use him more in a passing situation. I, I, you know, he's going to get his, his share of carries, but... I, I would be surprised if he hits double digits uh in many games this year. I I, yeah, I he's probably gonna be in that like sixty-eight care six to eight carry range probably this season. So it's it's gonna be tough to get up over thirty-seven and a half. Uh 30 and a half. I probably yeah, I, I would still lean toward the under, but I think it's probably a stay away at this point.
0: Uh let's go now, Tom, to New England and Miami. Miami laying three and a half at home, 46 and a half the total here. New <sighs> offense for Miami, new offense for the Patriots, whatever the <laughs> hell that's supposed to be. Um, I, 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 Tom, I, I have no idea what to do with this game.
1: Yeah, I, I was leaning towards the Dolphins last week when it was at two and a half. Those numbers got quickly bet up. We got three and a halfs across the board this week. Um, uh, it looks like there's even, yeah, there's, there's, it looks like there are, you know, we have minus 115 at DraftKings on the three and a half, uh, towards the Patriots. Uh, FanDuel has the same thing. So there's starting to be some resistance from the Patriots side. I, three is such a key number. We got a low total in this game. I, I, I kind of, just one of those games. I think it's going to be a three point game. I, you know, I think the Dolphins probably win by three points, so uh, I probably would side on the Patriots side here, getting plus three and a half, but uh, I have no confidence. I mean, yes. as you said, Joe Patriots offense uh, with Joe judge and Matty Patty uh, calling the plays looked like, I mean, it was the beat reporters were just having a good old time. Uh, you know, just beating up on the, yeah. Cause we, you, we follow the reports during training camp. It's always usually glowing. It's, you know this guy's spectacular, oh, yeah, yeah. and the, the, the Patriots camp—I mean, it was all doom and gloom, all camp. So uh, it, it, there's not great vibes there. But uh, two—I mean, I, I still trust Bill Belichick against Mike, Mike, Mike McDaniel at the end of the day here. Uh, first game, he's had a—you know—they've they, been probably prepared for it all summer. I—I I, I like the fact that they did go down early to Miami to get acclimated to the heat. They've been down there since Tuesday, so. Don't feel great about it, but uh, I'm on the Patriots side with with the three and a half getting the hook.
0: Any prop? Any props you like here?
1: <clears throat> uh, I did take Mike Asiky under 32 and a half yards. I think it has been bet down since uh, 30 and a half since, now. Yeah, yeah, it, it did get some downward action on it. Uh, just, just very questionable what his role is going to be. Uh, Dorm Smythe might be kind of splitting the snaps with him or long still in the in the mix here uh last year we all know he was a basically a glorified slot receiver uh but they were trying to play him in line this this uh uh training camp and in preseason we'll see how it goes uh it's not a position that he's basically played uh, even though he's you know listed as a tight end It's not a not the place where he's played so uh there was even talk that they were looking to trade him during the during the during training camp there so just a very questionable role right now, and uh, I went back through the game logs because last year he had, you know, the first game of the year he didn't even have a catch. I remember, uh, a, you know, one of the patented Mike yeah. Isiki, uh no shows. Uh, went back and looked his best game he's ever had against the Patriots, 34 yards uh, in seven tries, and he's been under 30 or under uh, 30 or fewer yards in six of his seven career games against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. So. Uh, I'm not I'm – not, with everything going against them here, I, I could only look at unders. I mean, you could probably take this number down to 28 and a half. I would probably – 26. Yeah, I, I'm looking at under all day for Mike Kosicki.
0: Cleveland at Carolina, it's a pick'em. Baker Mayfield revenge game, Browns revenge game against Baker Mayfield. pick them. Uh, 42 is the total. Cleveland at Carolina, um, the Baker Mayfield v. Jacoby Brissett Bowl.
1: Yeah, I, I actually jumped in on this one. I the FanDuel uh this line has been it's been ping ponging all summer long. They opened up basically three and a half point favorites. That was when the Watson stuff was still kind of up in the air. Uh it moved all the way to the Panthers, uh lane two and a half, basically all last week, and then to the to the beginning of this week, you know, after the Baker Mayfield trade. Back to pick 'em. Uh FanDuel's kind of like the the lone outlier here, but you know, they have plus one and a half uh, on the board here. There's even a minus one and a half for the Panthers right. Right, at bed MGM. So there is a lot of, a lot of, a lot of volatility uh, with this line. You, you don't see this, you know, very often with the NFL. So, uh, you know, if there's any arbitrage players, I mean, there's, you probably had your chances to, you know, get the, you know, get the three and a half points earlier in the summer with the Panthers and, uh, you know, get the two and a half with the the Browns. Uh, Try to it. yeah. So there, there's a couple. You know, if you maybe you did that or not, but uh, I ended up grabbing the Panthers plus one and a half here. Uh, I, I I think the Panthers should be you know short favorite. I, I thought the line was probably right at minus I
0: think one, they minus have An one underrated half. defense, by the way. I think too. They put a lot of effort into building that <laughs> ever since Matt Rule got there, and I think it's starting to pay some dividends.
1: And the numbers don't look great from last year, but I think it was a lot of it. Probably had to do with just how bad the offense was. They were, you know, three and outs. Sam Darnold throwing in you know, interceptions. Just getting putting the defense in bad spots, and uh, you know, you get you know, you get in those kind of situations enough, your defense is going to break at some point. So uh, I think this is going to be pretty far, you know, pretty big under here. Uh, the the action's been that way. It's 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 this could be a bit of an ugly game, but uh I, i'm gonna i'm siding with the baker mayfield side here i i watched enough jacoby Brissett last year and uh, i don't like what i saw at, you know at all hey, he's gonna be in a better situation here offensive line he's he's a guy that needs some time he, he will have a better offensive line play in cleveland but uh I, I like getting the the plus one and a half with the panthers now that that's out there at Fanduel.
0: any any props that you took in this game no,
1: this was one I kind of stayed away from.
0: Uh, Two brand thinking, new offense. Yeah,
1: no. yeah. I was thinking about Chubb maybe, but I'm, I'm not dying to go bet like an over seventy eight and a half uh, rushing yards props. So stayed away from that one. So yeah, this is a game I just have. I'm on the side, and uh, I got the Panthers plus one and a half. We'll we'll see where this line goes from here on out because it's it's been an interesting ride
0: with this one. Arizona's getting six at home against Kansas City, 54 of the total. How in the living hell are the are the Cardinals this injured? It is unbelievable. Tom, I, I can't even keep up. I cannot keep up. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean,
1: this is the one week out of the season where the injury report is supposed to be pretty thin. And it's ugly. I mean, they're... Uh, has JJ Watt been ruled out? I, I know he was missing practice all week. We got Rondell Moore gets
0: gets hurt last week. Zach Ertz Uh-oh. is going to give it a try. Our Watt is questionable. Pew is questionable. Now Marcus Golden <coughs> will play. Um, I've got to go back and completely update our game hub. First and foremost, I am tired of Cliff Kings. Oh, everybody's day to day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, like seriously. I. But I mean, this this line has moved in a massive way towards Kansas City. Yeah, I, this is one I – I
1: was kind of leaning towards the Cardinals side uh, before this week, even when it was at three and a half. I, but the, these injuries, I mean, it, it's, it might not be a fair fight here. So, uh, we got sixes pretty much across the board. I, I, honestly, if we get, like, another big – you know, if J.J. Watts rolled out on Sunday or uh, Zach Ertz is rolled out, I, I would not be surprised if this gets to seven. So, uh, I, I don't know if there's urgency to go bet it. Uh, you know, there is there is a five and a half still out there, but I, I'd be keeping my eye on this one if you're, you're looking about the Chiefs this weekend. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if this gets to six and a half, seven.
0: Yeah, uh, Tom, uh, really the only props I see for Arizona are with <coughs> Connor and Kyler Murray because everybody's questionable uh, in their pat Now, Rondale Moore is out. He will not play in this game. Zach Ertz is questionable. Um, they haven't put up a Hollywood Brown prop because i think they want to Probably see it. on
1: earths yeah or
0: waiting on earths i mean just an absolute absolute uh, disaster right here
1: yeah i was looking at maybe betting his uh, kyler's under i think it was at 260 and a half last night when i was looking at it um, of course my draftkings is loading slow right now but uh let's see here yeah 295 and a half that can't be right that has to be the mahomes line anyway Um, uh, Oh, shit, that's listed as Kyler Murray's number. God damn it, I need to log into Two, my account. I'm
0: showing 256 and a half. I'm, okay. You might, be looking at the, you might be looking at the past plus rush yards, Tom. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm showing for Murray, yeah. Okay, yeah,
1: that's probably true, because I'm like, holy I also crap. Yeah. That's just a,
0: a, 295 I and a half.
1: I was thinking about the under a 260 and a half. Yeah, a half. so I really don't have any action on the props in this one. I, it, Mahomes even said it this week, like, fantasy owners are going to hate us. Yeah. It's, you know, it's probably going to be a different receiver every week. Like,
0: well, it's... I don't want to confirm my priors before like an actual game because that would be stupid, but we, we were, we had to be industry lowest on Juju. And I mean, by far, and it was kind of that reason, like, why would I take somebody in the fourth round <clears> when it's just as likely that somebody in the 10th round is going to lead the team in receiving? I mean, beyond Kelsey. Kelsey's obviously going to lead the team in receiving if he's healthy. But, yeah, that's the way I looked at it. Plus, the guy has bad knees. But, th- yeah. yeah,
1: Juju, that was the one – you know, one of the guys I have zero, zero of. Maybe he'll make us uh, eat crow on that one. But uh, hey, look, I understand Even look at his like number, them. Joe. It's yeah. sitting 47 and a half. I mean, there's not a whole lot of, a whole lot of confidence. Uh, you don't see many fourth or fifth round picks – uh, coming into week one with a, a 47 and a half as their receiving total. And yeah. so. um,
0: by the way, bet down to 46 and a half where I'm seeing it now. So okay. there's, there's, there is there's under money on Juju. Uh, the Giants at the Titans, Tom, another one of those games. The Titans are laying five and a half, which is always a disgusting number anyway. But 44 is the total. I have no idea what to do with this game. Not a clue. What, the, what, what in terms of the spread forget about it i don't know if you have a lean but well, i looked at this and, and i was like, i oh. did that uh this was one of the bets i made early the summer uh
1: early in the spring whenever they first released the numbers i took six and a half it was at six and a half at the time uh got that you know six is kind of a key number here for nfl uh got above that it was plus 100
0: as well you, so. you caught you caught the six and a half with the giants yes I, I'm,
1: okay. I'm taking the six and a half with the Giants. Uh but you're right. I, I don't have a great feel for this game. Uh, Giants were, uh, we you know, John Hansen does the the Vibes article there. I mean, they were all over the map. It was like, oh, beginning of camp. Oof, they might be a bit of a juggernaut here. Then, you know, ter- you know, Galladay is Galladay. He's, you know, a complete bum. But Canarius Toney's in and out of practice. And now he's not even on the injury report this week. Sterling Shepard, you know, resurrected from the dead, is apparently going to play. He's going to play. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. And it's the complete opposite vibes in Tennessee. We got Traylon Burks, can't even get first team snaps. Robert Woods, you know, he's been getting positive talk, but he's a 30 year old coming off an ACL injury. Oh, off. thank God. Oh,
0: look at it, it's,
1: it's ugly. But I, I ended up taking, uh, I, I probably kind of like here Austin Hooper over 22 and a half yards uh, just because of the uncertainty at the wide, re- wide receiver position right now for the Titans. Uh, Positions kind of thinned out for the Titans as well over the off season. So, and from all accounts, uh, it sounded like, you know, Hooper and Tannehill had a pretty good connection during camp. So, uh, over 22 and a half on that one.
0: I literally just made a bet as you were talking. Um, what one was that? Galladay under 33 and a half. Oh God. I might have to jump on that one as well. Yeah. I mean like Tom, if if that wasn't out
1: earlier, but if
0: Tony plays and Shepard plays, are we <clears> even sure
1: Galladay plays? I mean, he was a complete bomb all off season. Yeah, like, so I mean, they might play him a little bit here. To, no, I like. To yeah, that's season, what I'm but, saying. Yeah.
0: Like, I mean, obviously, I think he has to be active in order. Of, obviously, you have to be active. So I don't, I don't know if it will scratch him. I hope not because I'm taking the under on the 33 and a half.
1: Yeah, they, the, the numbers are interesting here. Yeah, Shepard's at 31 and a half. K- yeah. K- Canarius Tony's at 39 and a half. So yeah, there's some ugly numbers on this game. But yeah, I, I grabbed the Austin Hooper. Uh, I took a bad number on Daniel Jones rushing at 21 and a half. It got bet down a little bit. I believe it's at 19 and a half now. I, I still like the prop obviously, but uh, kicking myself on that one. That was yeah, one of the, one like, of the two yeah. that moved on me a little bit, but I still like, he, he was running a lot at the beginning of last year. And then he got that real nasty concussion against the Cowboys when he was trying to get into the end zone and kind of, kind of stopped him from running so much and of course he gets the neck injury probably related to that hit that he took against the Cowboys uh but we've seen in the past you know Brian Dable would use Josh Allen a little bit in the running game so uh I took the over at 21 and a half I still like it at 19 and a half
0: all right Tom the Chargers are in LA but they are going to be playing a serious road game here because it is the Chargers hosting (laughs) Chargers laying three and a half, fifty-two and a half the total. I don't know if you can bake in a home field advantage in here for the Chargers because they sure shit ain't gonna have one because the Raiders are still have a base in LA. Um three and a half, fifty-two and a half the total. Any lead on the uh, on the spread here, Tom?
1: Uh I kind of like the uh the third three and a half, getting three and a half with the Raiders. Um uh, as you said, it's probably gonna be more of a home crowd. Uh and there's been a lot of the Raiders have been getting crapped on uh, for much of the summer here, but mm-hmm. it's a bit of a top heavy roster, but this is as healthy as they're going to be. Uh, I, I kind of like it here. Three and a half and chargers have some injury issues. Uh, JC, JC Jackson's out of the lineup. Uh, Donald Parham's out. I thought there was another big injury or two, but so, you know, they they basically get JC Jackson so he can defend Devonte Adams. So he can defend the, the top receivers for opposing teams. So, that's kind of a big uh, big missing piece here right out of the gates for the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, not You know, this is one I'm not going to bet, but, you know, office pool stuff plus three and a half.
0: Give me that. Um, do, do you have a lean on the Devontae Adams prop knowing J.C. Jackson's out? Seventy-eight and a half is that.
1: Uh, I, I would probably go over, but this is – I'm not interested. I, I kind of want to – there's been a lot of talk. You know, that they're college teammates, and they have a great connection, blah, blah, blah. I kind of want to see it play out for a game or two first before I uh, jump on it. So uh, I would probably lean toward the over here with JC Jackson out, but I kind of want to see it in action first before I I get involved on a prop. And and if you've been following this show or just following my, I'm not a guy that gets involved with really high totals. Uh, There's a lot more. uh, If anything, I would probably bet unders, you know, more often when I actually get to the window on higher uh, player prop totals. But, uh not one i'm too interested on uh did, did you bet anything
0: here tom we're going <laughs> to move on to the next game
1: yeah we need to speed it up i don't i i did not hit anything on this game so we can okay we can go to the next
0: one oh, and you're also coughing so let and we do yeah, yeah I'm, di- I'm dying man <laughs> <laughs> green bay at minnesota packers laying one on the road 46 and a half in the total these two teams play some great games and some really weird games as you might expect from division rivals
1: yeah i, I i'm leaning towards the minnesota vikings side on this one this is a a place where there actually is a home field advantage, uh, probably one of the best home field advantages in football. Uh, new offense here. We're gonna we're gonna see it for the first time. There's there's definitely some concerns with Green Bay uh, offensively. And Noah, yeah, did did they officially roll out Alan Lazard? He was talking like he's he doubtful. Yeah, he was talking like he might not play next week. He was
0: talking about. Oh college. yeah, he said he has. To, he said you need to pray for him yeah. to play this week. So yeah, that yeah, does not look
1: good. Yeah, so he's out. you know, we're so we're down to Randall Cobb, Sammy Watkins, and Dobbs. We're 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 Dobbs. We're, we're we're rooting for that one. But uh, offensively, you know, they have a couple question marks on the offensive line. We'll see if Bakhtiari is able to
0: play. Elton Jenkins is hurt too. Elton yeah.
1: Jenkins as well. So there's just more question marks on the Packers side. I, I kind of like getting the point and a half. I would take uh, take the money line here as well. Obviously, if you're going to uh, bet the plus one and a half. Uh, so yeah, that that's the side I'm on in this game.
0: Uh, any props, Tom? I don't think so. Uh,
1: no. yeah, that, yeah, this this was another one I didn't get involved in. You got know, a Green Bay side. I'll, I'll probably take another look at it. I was interested. There was a Cobb line. Uh, thirty-nine and a half. I was going to take the under, but it it was kind of juiced towards the under. It was like minus one twenty, 120, minus one twenty-five. So I wasn't too interested in laying uh, a price at thirty-nine and a half. But I'm going to keep my eye on that one. I might bet the under on that one. Uh, yeah. Randall Cobb's been a declining player for a while. So
0: Tampa Bay at Dallas. Tampa Bay laying two and a half, fifty and a half. The total. The offensive lines are the story here. Both got both very banged up. Uh, obviously the interior of Tampa's offensive line. And then of course the left tackle fiasco for the Cowboys. Um, Tampa laying the two and a half, Tom. Um, this I,
1: is one way for me, man. I can only, I mean, I know Tampa's had a you know chaotic summer here as no well. Way the Tom Brady. Yeah. No way I'm betting the Cowboys. Uh, Tyler Smith is going to slow down, try on, or, you know, whoever he's lined up, Shaq Barrett, like, uh, this could be this could be kind of ugly uh, for the Cowboys here. So uh, I, I'm not looking to bet the Cowboys right now. I, I, honestly, I, I would not be surprised if this line gets a three, although it is the Cowboys involved, so they always get their fair share of money here. But you know, I'm seeing a minus 115 at DraftKings to the minus two and a half on the Buccaneers. So it, this is a line that could get to minus three. Uh, the props I bet on this one, uh, I did take Dak Prescott over 36 and a half passing attempts. Just Thinking if you think back to that game last year, they didn't even try to run the ball in this Buccaneers defensive front. Uh, I know and Dominican Sue's gone, but uh, listening to the pod last night with Greg and uh, John yeah. and Adam Kaplan, Kaplan was saying that Akeem Hicks, uh, you know, looks prime for a big season, so they're they they they're gonna be really good against the run again. Uh, so I'm looking over 36 and a half, I got that at plus 100, I think it's you know, more like minus 115 now. And I got taught Dalton Schultz at the time was over four and a half at minus one ten at DraftKings. That one is pretty juiced up at this point. I think it's like minus 160, minus 170 at this point. So. Well, let's
0: go let's go quick here, Tom, and, and yep. I'm gonna tell you something. Um, you want to talk about one-way games. There is no way on God's green earth. I am taking the six and a half with the Seattle Seahawks. They're the only way I can bet this game, and I know they're at home. The only way I can bet this game is Denver. I know Pete wants to beat Russ's ass. He just doesn't have the team to do it.
1: Yeah, uh, I I'm leaning Seattle side here. This is just office pull play. I, I think Seattle's. They, you know, there was an interesting article out about this, you know, about kind of the fractured relationship. No, the I don't think nobody liked them up in Seattle. I mean, I,
0: I don't blame I don't blame Pete Carroll at all. I I get I get the notion. That Pete Carroll should be canonized for dealing with Russell Wilson for ten years, but yeah. um, but you know, let's ride, let's, let's ride. ride, that's right. I I do. I mean, I don't doubt that Russell Wilson is incredibly competitive. So, oh god, he is freaking obnoxious. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: So the one bet I did make on this game, I did take Cortland Sutton over fifty-five and a half. I think we haven't protected for eighty. Love that one. Uh, I also took the under. I took a shit number though. Worst worst bet of the freaking week. Uh, took it under 42 and a half. Uh 43 is a key number. There was a lot of action to the over here. It's up to 44, 44 and a half depending uh-huh. on where you look. I still love the under here. I I am not going to bet it again. I, you know, just cuz it's at a better number. But uh I just I we saw what they how they played with Geno Smith last year. It was real slow, deliberate. Uh say what you want about Geno Smith, but he's not going to put the ball in harms way. He's going to you know, Low A dot throws, so I, I think they're going to try to make that. That's why I kind of like the, the Seahawks side getting six and a half. I, I I don't. It's not that I like the Seahawks, but I think they're going to try to dirty it up as much as they can. And this is a new Denver offense. We'll, yeah. we'll see how if they're firing right away. But uh, Hackett comes from a uh, you know from the Packers. They they were ran at the slowest pace last year. So I, I think there's some factors here that point this game towards the under, but Oh,
0: oh I, d- Tom, don't, don't get me wrong. I will be rooting for the Seahawks on Monday night. Like oh, as just absolutely. like as a fan of football, I, I just don't <coughs> see it happening, but if it does, I will be laughing my ass off. It will be hilarious. Um, T-Bro, uh, it was great. Go rest your voice. Go have, a, go have a beer. That's how you cure those things, you know? Yeah, I, I was instead of tea and honey, I'm, I'm going to grab a, a Pilsner or something. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, thanks, everybody. Uh, thanks, Sean, for producing this. Go catch the college football tailgate show. Fantasy Points is just around the clock. Catch you, everybody. Tom and I will talk to you Sunday morning, and we'll see you next week on the Point Spread.